Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Wait on yeah. Jordan. Send it to Jordan. Yeah, I just sent it to Jordan. Hey, just go ahead and move it to Jordan. Get on. Start off by saying R.I.P. Young Dolph. Um, I'm sending prayers to him, his family, his kids, everything. Um, just one of my favorite songs by him. Hello, what's going on in real life, though, man? 
Let's play another selection from my former. Say that again. Let's play another selection from my. Okay. Our Father, we God in heaven. Real street niggas appreciate every blessing. Give us this day our daily bread. One time for all the homies and the feds. Forget all the hate. For then they need to know it's fish. Since day one, I'm drinking lean and she drinking Hennessy. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. This is D Star. Yeah, D Star show, man. With Kevin and Jordan, man. Hey, man. Today we bring you, man. Black on black crime. Hey, Kevin. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, man. We bring you black, um, black on black crime, man. Hey, today we just lost a rapper due to black on black crime, man. It's a lot of hating out there, man. Memphis, Tennessee. Hey, rest in peace, man. It's deep today, man. Kevin, you want to go start us off, man? <clears throat> yeah, I just want to say, man, um, this black on black crowd got to stop, uh, you guys. Um, we got to come together. We need to learn how to come together and be a team. We got to learn how to talk to one another. Let's let's learn how to talk things out instead of being physical all the time. Let's learn how to do that. And when we learn how to do that, we'll be better off as a community, as a as people and as a family. You know what I mean? I think it's a lot of hate going on, man. It's like, man, if you make it, man, you're always going to have haters, man. And then you always got people say, hey, look, um, why you don't give back to your community? Why you don't do this? This is the reason why, man. You know what I'm saying? How can you go back to your hood and try to give back and you always got somebody out there that is hating on you? Right. And he gave back, he gave back to his community. You know what I mean? He, was, he stayed in his community. You know what I mean? Like, he did everything. Book bags. Um... Uh, bikes, school supply, like turkeys, you know what I mean? This man was, you know, yeah, he, 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 community. Yeah, he was planning on giving out turkeys, man. Hey, Jordan, you with us? Jordan. Yeah, man. Hello, hey, can I'm, you hear me? Yeah, I get you, man. So, man, you know, we're talking about black and black crime, man. We got all these programs and things that we got set up. You know what I'm saying? We always talking about the police is killing us, all these other things that happen to black people, and we're killing ourselves, man. And man, and now we lose a rapper, man. And like I was just saying, Kevin was just talking about here. Everybody always talking about when people make it, why we don't get back to your hood, why you don't come back to the hood. And this guy actually trying to go back to his hood. He was actually just going to get some cookies. Everybody got their favorite spot when they go home. You know what I'm saying? This is spot I'm gonna stop to when I go back to my hometown. He was going to pick, he going to get some cookies and was shot and killed, man. George. Hey, um, so yeah, you know what? First, let me just tell you, um, sorry for the technical difficulties. I hope you guys can hear me well. I'm experimenting with a microphone, uh, that the one that you recommended to me, D. So, uh, hopefully that's working out for everyone well. But yeah, yeah man, secondly, yeah. black black on black crime. Any type of crime, but but especially black on black crime, um, is very difficult to cope with, and it's sad that when you when you get such fame and such notoriety and such popularity, that people only want to see you fall. Yep. That that's it's a, it's a terrible, and it, it's really sad to see so many great lives lost uh, at early ages, you know, in, in the prime of their life for. Yeah, and man, we blame. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I think one of the biggest, the biggest root causes to this is when you become so popular. There's a uh, a jealousy aspect that a lot of people have towards you, and there's an envy, and it, it envy can even develop into a hatred, and 
now you're hating this person and you don't even know why, but it's because maybe they're just successful. Maybe they have notoriety and, and things like that. And we got to stop dragging each other down as a people. We got we got to do away with that. It doesn't get us anywhere. And we all represent me, man. We all keep saying the police, um, every other race. We basically saying the white man is always gets us, always killing us. Yes, the police are doing some of that stuff, man. But we're doing a lot of that to ourselves, man. You know, what I'm saying this guy here, man, he had kids. He was just trying to give back to the community. They always talk about people not giving back to the community. He was trying to pass out some turkeys, man, this Friday to make sure people that couldn't get turkeys. You know how grocery stores are crazy right now. They ran out of everything. And he was going to pass out turkeys. Man, picking up some cookies, man, you lose your life, man. It's it's crazy. It's ridiculous. And I'm I'm hurt. I'm real hurt because this was my favorite rapper. Like, uh, since I've been about 10 years old, I've been listening to Young Dolph. And um, his music helped me get through some hard times. And his music helped me with some good times. You know what I mean? So... This whole situation with his with his with his death got me upside down today. Yeah. And then we wonder why, man, we have all these we have all these um guards and stuff with us, man, when we do make it famous, man. It's because of reasons like this here, man. You think I'm if I make it big, man, I wanna go back and give my hometown this and that, but it's stuff like this right here, man, that make you don't wanna do stuff like that. And then you'll be called Uncle Tom because you don't do it. Or he's a sellout because he don't get back to the community. But this man was buying cookies. I can't get over that, man. I was just watching the news, man. He was going. He go to this place every time he go home and pick up some cookies, man. And lost his life over buying some cookies. It, everybody yeah. got, got low-key haters out there. And they, 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 they shot him through a window. Through a window. That's a coward to me. <laughs> yeah. It, when you don't give somebody a chance to defend themselves, any time that you take a life or, or you are aggravating or being aggressive towards someone and they can't defend themselves, yeah, that's the lowest form of human being around, man. That's like shooting somebody in the back. It, it just it, it doesn't make any sense. And you know, D, I remember I think the first time that that I met uh, Bryce. And we had kicked it. That's when he had put me on to Young Dolph. I had never heard Young Dolph until uh, that point. And ever since then, I didn't stop listening to him. Yeah, got some and fly music, man. Fly music. Oh, man, the the creative creative genius, none, nonetheless. And I would say that Young Dolph kind of stands apart from a lot of different uh, rappers or stood apart from a lot of different rappers and I say that because when, when Young Dolph said something, there was no retracing it. There was no taking it back. There was no, you know, none of that. This is what it is. This is my stance on it. And I'm not apologizing for it. 100%. Yeah, man, it's crazy, man. Yeah, but, man, we got to, man, we got to stop this, man. Where do we begin? You know what I'm saying? As you know, this this platform right here that we on right now. Where do we begin to try to help our people, man? Our young brothers, our young guys that's watching this. How we help them not go down the same road, man? We got to put the guns down, man, for one, and we got to stop hating on one another. It's hate. Yeah, what I can it say is. Is, oh, go ahead, Jordan. No, what I was gonna say is, um, yeah, it, it is hate. But D, I wanna, I wanna make.
the last thing you said, we got to put the guns down. And yeah, you, you are right to a point we do need to put the guns down, but we need to address violence as a whole. Because I have seen a lot of instances where young men and young women, especially young women, have lost their lives from fist fights, hand to hand combat. Uh -huh. and, and, you know, it's, it's deeper than, you know, just putting guns down. It's the violence, it's the hostility that African American people or black people have with one another or everyone else. And I get it. It's, it's not easy being black living in America. And I'm pretty sure both of you can agree to that. Right. 100% right. You 100% right. You know what I'm saying? But you don't know to be scared of the police or your own. You know what I'm saying? You really don't. It's sad. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, it's sad. And, you know, and this rapper right here, man, you know what I'm saying? You know, you look at some rappers and they tell the kids to do this. I've listened to a lot of his music, man. He, he has some fly lyrics, man. Fly lyrics, man. And another life gone too soon, man. 36 years old. Gone. Oh. I'm still so speechless. Yeah, man. I, I know when I talked to you this afternoon, Kevin, man, it was like you lost a family member of your own. You know, because first when I was on, um, when you said, you said, hey, look, I lost somebody, I was like, huh? And then you gave him the details, and then it was all over the media. Hey, look, he got killed. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's a lot to take in, man. Yeah, man. It it, 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 it took me back to when I was about nine years old. My uncle got murdered um, because they he was with someone that had a fight in the bar, and they followed my uncle on the expressway. Um, and it, I'm going to tell you now, they was... 16, 15, 17, 18 years old, four guys, two different cars. They surrounded my uncle, shot up his car maybe 50 times. You know what I mean? His car flipped six times, all because of a fist fight. You know what I mean? They lost the fight. Mm -hmm. And they wasn't even after my uncle. They was after the guy that was with my uncle. And what hurt me the most is, when they start shooting, the guy was in the passenger seat. He died instantly. My uncle didn't. He suffered. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, that was cowardness to me. You know what I mean? So it was just like, I don't, I just, the violence got to stop. You know what I mean? Because my uncle was like my father to me. You know what I mean? He made sure that I was straight. You know what I mean? When my dad went to prison. You know what I mean? So it was like, it's like they took a father from me. Right. So. I know you were young. I know you were, go. I know you young, man. But the same thing. Um, Ti came. You came to Cincinnati. He had a performance here in Cincinnati, man. And Ti, he lost a friend, and he almost lost his life, man, right here in Cincinnati. It happened a couple years ago. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. That actually, yeah. actually, where Ti friend got murdered. My uncle got murdered on that same highway. Same highway, maybe about uh, two hundred feet. Different from where they got murdered, his friend got murdered. Man, it's uh, crazy. Hey, you know, I'm I'm sorry to hear that, Calvin. It's uh, tragedy, and I think one of the one of the things that we gotta address first is you know aggression. How do you get um, you know people, African American people? How you get black people? How do you get us? to realize that confrontation does not have to be solved with death. Well, see, I feel like 
it comes from people's friends, the people that's around them. Because let's I just give you a scenario. When I was in high school, fight started uh, 90, 99% of the time because somebody was like, damn, you going to let them talk to you like that? You soft. You soft. You ain't going to do nothing. Yeah. That's how fight started. So it's just like once you when you have people around you that just want you to be violent, those not the right people to be around you. So I feel like they need to change their circle. You know what I mean? So at what point, but at what point do we say, yeah, you can isolate yourself from those types of individuals, but at what point do we address the the fragile male ego? Because that, you know, that is, is the stem of most of those situations because, you know, Calvin D could slap me. And if you egging it on, you know, that's 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 not gonna make me want to slap D even more. You know, I'm gonna walk away from that situation. <laughs> she is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, hey, but let, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I've become and, and it's not that that I'm you know I'm not aggressive or whatever, but just just like that, because I know what I'm capable of. And right. I in that moment it escalates very quickly, you know, from, from a slap to the face to a gun getting pulled out. It escalates right. almost instantaneously So in, in some instances. And I know that I got more to live for than that. I got, you know... Yeah, but everybody I, I, don't have the same mindset. And everybody don't think, but think about yeah. it. You in school, growing, growing up in school, man, and something like that happened to you, somebody come out and punch you in your face, you're going to react. Because first of all, it may be a young lady that you're trying to impress. Or you're in front of your friends, and now you're, you know what I'm saying? It's all about, man, what people think about you. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So that's why people react, you know what I'm saying? Then nowadays, you got to see what kind of fight you're going to. Is it just going to be these hands? If I beat you up, or you coming back with a gun, you know what I'm saying? I got to watch my body. It's not just a fair fight. Yeah. But now they take you out. You know what I'm saying? They take you out. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, in a a situation such as, as that, for me, to overreact, I, and I could see your point saying a reaction. Yeah, some reaction is needed, you know. But to overreact and then to not know how that person on the other end, what they are thinking. Because let's say if I hit D back, Calvin, and uh-huh. I done knocked D on the ground and, you know what I'm saying, he, he getting beat up now, who's to say that D won't come back later on with, with a knife or with a gun or, right. you know, with like some of these women do with their older brother? Right. Yeah. Who, who yeah. How do you how do you truly um extinguish the confrontation? How do you do that? In this group in time, man, hey, it, it's gone, man. I remember, man, growing up, man, one of my best friends, we used to fight. Next day, man, let's no forget it. Next couple hours, we friends again. You know what I'm saying? We buddies, we hanging out playing games again. That don't happen now, man. You fight somebody now, man, you wanna watch your bite. You gotta watch your bite. You're right, D, because even when I was I, – it's the 2000 kids. I'm going to tell you that now. It ain't the 90s because I used to fight with my friends, like literally fist fight. And like you said, D, a couple of hours later, look, first off, if we at my friend's house, we and him fighting, his mama going to smack the shit out of both of us. You know what I mean? They don't have it now. You know what I mean? It's, I, it's the social media for me. I think it's social media. You got that's, what we, that's what we went wrong. Social yeah, media. definitely the social media is the problem. Yeah. But I think that people, 
people afraid to take an ass whooping nowadays. Yeah. And, and, and then, man, think about it. The ass whooping that you take, it's the heat behind it. But people picking at you, hey, yeah, oh, man. Hey. Then you may get into it with somebody else. Oh, man, shut the hell up, man. If I get so and so to whoop your ass again. You, you know what I'm saying? You never <laughs> yeah. live that, like, <laughs> that shit down. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, man. Because, boy, your people, boy, your people here, boy, they the most here. I ain't going to lie to you. Oh, you out here, you out here want to fight the sister, man. Oh, oh, but Judge on you when he got to hit his ass, but you know All right. shit like that. But and that's yeah. what makes people envy. This shit crazy, man. And this young guy right here, man, he didn't really, from what I heard, man, he really wanted a lot of violence in his music. And so the white man would tell us, hey, look, it's the music we listen to. And it's something I have met people, man, that just fucking like they violent for no fucking reason. And some of the music they listen to. It's all about killing the motherfucker, doing this, doing this. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, you know. What it's definitely the music, D. Yeah, it is the music. It's definitely the music. They make it seem like it's okay to kill. It's okay to pop pills. It's okay to steal. It's okay to... It's not okay. And they're not I mean? even doing half of the things that they conveying in this music, D. 100%. They're right. not they, doing it. Them cats living up in Bellevue Hills and shit, you know, in the rich neighborhood, and they send these people... Hey, we game banging and all this stuff right here, and you never see that type of life. You're rapping about something you're not even living. But these kids out here thinking that, hey, look, I want to be just like this rapper right here. I, I want, I want to do this, and knowing it ain't no future in it. because they looking at, hey, look, he's doing all this game banging, and he a millionaire. Why can't I do it? Right. It's image. He's not doing. He's not game banging at all. Right. It's, it's image. Part of the softest nigga in the world. You know what I'm saying? But you know. It's, just, it's, it's getting crazy, man. It's, it's getting all, crazy and crazy, dog. It's our image appeal these days. And like, bro, Calvin, you were so right, and I just sat here and thought about it. Everything is image appeal. Everything is, you know, doing it for the gram. Everything is, oh, my gosh, let me take a picture right here, right now. Like, everybody wants to be famous. Nobody wants to just sit back and be, you know, normal. And it's sad because a lot of people want to be famous for the wrong shit. For the, wrong, for the wrong reasons. For the wrong shit. And it, I think social media, now, now think about it. As kids growing up, we had to go outside. We had to play. We had to ride our bikes. We had to, you know, walk around the block. What, what, whatever it was, we did not constantly have a phone in our hands. Right. It was not constant communication, constant... Um, you know, tweets and Instagram and Facebook, and it has really taken over. I would like to say um, the the big social nature aspect of our lives, and it doesn't allow people to interact. Yeah, because they can be a different person on the internet than in person. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can build a whole lifestyle online and not even be that person. So it's like, when we gonna? I feel like social media need a nine to five, just like we got nine to fives. You know what I mean? I think Facebook need to close down after six. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm serious. Like, it, we need a break from it. You know what and I mean? Know, like, right now, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I just want to. I want to let you two know. So I, I listen to NPR every day. Um, mm -hmm. WBZ is the Chicago radio station for NPR. Whatever. Um, and Facebook right now, or either a week ago, uh, Mark Zuckerberg was in court, you know, because they were they were saying to him 
and the leaders of Instagram, um, because, you know, Facebook owns Instagram, that mm-hmm. how can you knowingly um, have people use this app and have an algorithm um, that gets people to start body shaming themselves, especially uh, young women? You know, and you think about that all day, people are looking at like model bodies, perfect image, lots of money, big houses, 30 cars. Every day, people are surrounded by that lifestyle that they want to live or that they want to have. Yeah, those, it's good to have goals, but at, at some point, it becomes self hate. You know, it, you, you start to turn against yourself because. And you know, especially with young women, they started to hate their bodies. And then going back to how Facebook started, man, Facebook, if Facebook would have stayed like it was just for college, half of the people wouldn't even have Facebook. They won't have an image to show. Because when Facebook first came out, it was basically you had to be college. You had to have a college email to get a Facebook. I, I, I remember back in them times that now anybody can get a Facebook. They're not screening anything. Yeah, they got an age limit on Facebook. I know a lot of 13, 14 years old got a Facebook page. And what they're saying, do you already have to be 18 or older be on Facebook? Younger than that. Yeah, so and it's crazy. So we're not we're not checking, you know, Facebook ain't doing no kind of screening or anything. They allow anybody to get Facebook. If you yeah. say through the legal age, you know, you got a Facebook page now. Yeah, you're not you're not lying about that. You're not and you know what? What what do y'all think about this though? What do y'all think about the fact that some of these parents let kids do what they want to do? Do you think it's more so the parents' responsibility, or do you think that the social media network should not be that easy? It, it, it's actually? going by. It's going back it's, to the parents having parent. the two parents in the house. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's going back to especially in our black community, going back to having the two parents in the house, the missing father, okay. nobody there to teach this child. But even if you have a father in the house and he's doing the same thing that you want to do in the street, hey, it still ain't happening. Because right. it's a lot of cats out there are not great role models to raise their own kids. Yeah, but look, my mom, I'm going to say that my, my mom ain't play that shit. You know what I mean? Um, she taught me how to be respectful. So that's the difference. They don't teach their kids how to be respectful. You know what I mean? Because you got to give respect to get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you're right. When you get you, because respect is taught. Anything is learned. That's learned is taught. So it it goes on like from the parent. Like, what are you gonna teach your kid from this point forward when you have them? You have to set that ground rule. Like, okay, if you can't take care of a child, don't have it. If you don't want to show them how to live right, the yep. right life, don't have them. But but you know what, man? We 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 depending on the school to raise these kids. Hey, but I, look, I really feel like teachers don't get paid enough. But look, that's what I was just finna say. Because nowadays, and the parents against the teachers. Yeah, you know, kids don't want to learn. Parents don't want to, eh, bro. Because education is not easy. Yeah, you send your kid off to school every day to learn, but if he, you know, or she dicking around in school, you got to make sure they learn at home. So that means homework. That means reading. You know, it means it means taking them to, you know experience real life learning interactive activities and shit like that you that's what you got to do yeah but we lose teachers in our community you know what i mean like i used to be like when i was in middle school our class used to be more than 15 but now when i when i get to high school we got 55 
60 kids in a class, and each class, how can one teacher Teach help 60, you, you 60 different personalities? You, you, can, can. you know what I mean? You Some can. kids need the 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 uh, teacher on their back. Some kids can go off on their own and get it done. So it's like, how can a teacher get 60 kids and take care of all 60 different personalities? That is not possible. So like you said, Jordan, it needs to be at home with the parent. It's got the, the average child, the average child get out of school and to go home, there's no parent there. It's no parent there. And two, if a parent come in, they come in at eight or nine o'clock and it's time for you to go to bed. Some parents don't even ask, have you did your homework? You know, some parents don't get involved until the school call and say, so-and-so is failing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we, 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 we parents, a lot of parents are waiting for the school to raise their kids when a lot of raising got to go on at home. Really, COVID, man, when COVID came and parents had to say, parents was like, what are we going to do? Because it was eight hours, you know what I'm saying? You had a free babysitter. So when COVID came and we couldn't go out in the public and stuff like that, parents had to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that that's not, it's not easy. And I put it to you like this. We so far behind. You know, I, black black people as a people don't know economics. And we, we definitely don't know uh, cooperative economics either. We, we don't. So when you, when you think about it, that struggle, that nine to five, that every day, all day, you know, pouring your energy into a job that gives you money so you can live, it's, it's tragic. It keeps us behind because, yeah, you're right. If you got, you know, one parent and they're working double shifts to afford, you know, just, just getting by. Or even if you got two parents and they work in both double shifts or two shifts, just to get by at some point it is a lag um in that communication between the parent and child and that education does get missed but how do we how do we fix it because we already behind we but it, goes back, it goes back to what y'all said just before you having these kids and you can't take care of these kids we know what it we know what it we know what it takes to have a kid we know what it takes to get a kid you don't make a kid but when the kid get here we're not actually taking care of these kids we can't wait for the government to step in and take care of our kids or the school system to take care of our kids because they're not. They're only at the school for eight hours. Eight hours, five days a week. The weekend, what's on the weekend? Hey, look, what what you do on the weekend? You just run buck wild. You know, you got we got to get play a bigger role in these kids' lives. Kind of like on the um, last episode that we had about the missing father with child support and all this stuff like this here. Yeah, fathers get upset about having to do pay child support. Me personally, child money is nothing. It's the time with the child. Mm-hmm. It, it's the time with the child. It, it should be spend time support instead of child support. Wow. Because money is nothing. You know what I'm saying? Money, yeah, money going to help me get a new pair of shoes or help me buy my kids X, Y, Z. Crazy. That, that money but, going straight into somebody's pocket. Yeah, but at the same time, it's just like the kid don't get the money. The parent, the, the mother get the money at the same time. But at the same time, money it's nothing if we're not spending the time with the kids. These kids growing up with no father, no mother, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no direction. So now we get upset when the street teach them, or now we go to the courtroom, they get a life sentence when we could have went to the school and sat in the cafeteria and listened to the teacher. But now we got to sit in the courtroom and listen to the judge, give him a life sentence for something stupid that he did, but we could have stopped them before it got to that point. Yeah, you're right. 
Mm-hmm. Well, look, though, D, um, you know, um, let me just tell you stories of my, my, my big brother. He's doing 10 years right now, you know. And when I tell you, my mother did everything in her power to make sure that he wasn't in the street. None of her kids was in the street. But he didn't listen. You know what I mean? And it was only so many times she can whoop his ass. It was only so many times she can keep crying and begging and pleading. You know what I mean? So it's like it has to start within you as a person. You know what I mean? Because your parents can do all they can, and they can still lead to the streets. But when, when do you, hey, take your child, hey, look, you're going to this program now. Because parents got control of their kid all the way until they're 18. So if you start acting a fool at the age of 13, 14, 15, 16, um, back, in, back home where I'm from, we used to call it the YDC. Hey, look, we're gonna, I'm going to put you in the YDC. It's just like a jail. Since you want to try to go to jail, this way you're going to plan on, this you're going to end up going if you keep doing what you're doing. Let's put kids in programs. You know what I'm saying? We we had something like that. It was called like DYS. I don't think they have that anymore. They don't have that anymore. I tell you what, it's because, it's because number one, I'm going to put it to you straight like this. Number one, African American men are not in the homes. And they're not in the homes because they're in the prisons. And because they're in the prisons, there is a a serious lack of major African-American role models. So think about this. Think about this. And D, I don't know about you, but when I was in school, I had all female teachers up until grade, let me see, three, I believe. I think third grade. Or like fourth grade was when I first had my my first male teacher. And it was a white dude. Wasn't even a black guy. It was a white dude. So and it's not to say that that they can't teach, but it's just like that that representation for mm-hmm. African American male being raised by women, being taught by women, uh being reared by women throughout their lives so far has a detrimental impact on African American males. And don't get me wrong for anybody listening. I'm not saying that women can't raise a man. Of course, yeah, it can happen. But there are some things that a man has to teach another man. Right. And and shout out to Steve Harvey, man. Um, I know I don't do a lot of y'all listening to him, but he actually got a program where he take kids out and actually – be a role model for him. You know what I'm saying? He's using his money to give him back to kids. You know what I'm saying? Not saying he's going back to Cleveland and hang out in his old hood or whatever, but he's giving his money back in other ways. And I think we need to start doing programs like that. I don't think we have to be rich to put in, put in a program, to start a program. Because nine times 10, if it's a positive program, people donate money. Mm-hmm. We're t- hey, just like we're tired of it, it's a lot of people tired of it. Right now in Memphis, Tennessee, man, it, it's a lot of pain going on right now because of the loss of that young man. You know what I'm saying? He's not coming back. But like I, I watched the news earlier, he got kids. He had a mother. You know what I'm saying? It's the holiday season. It ain't even Thanksgiving yet. But this time of year, next year, they always gonna remember this here for the rest of their life. Hey, my father got killed before Thanksgiving. So they holidays are messed up for the rest of their life. Right. Hey, that 
it, it don't make any sense. And you you're right. But I I will tell you, we had some programs like that in my school, um, in my community for young African American men. And I was a part of a lot of them. Uh, but you know, it's just like over time, it's that that age right there. It's that um like 13 to 18 year old age where um you kind of start to lose a young man or or a young woman. But that's where you gotta stop them in their tracks. And not to say all 13, 14, 15 years old are having sex, but it's the my moment you just call it when you're smelling yourself. You know what I'm saying? There as a parent, you gotta stop that in the tracks. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, you're not finna do this here. And I, I know what y'all said before, it's only so much a parent can do, but you gotta try. Because when something like this happened and they get killed or they kill somebody else and they're doing life in prison, now you gotta look at yourself. What did, what did I do to stop this? Now, if you can look in the mirror and say, hey, look, I did all I can, it is what it is. Yeah, but uh, yeah, absolutely. Parents shouldn't have to throw their life away trying to save their kids. That's that's just the reality to that. Yeah, but I see you on that one. Yeah, but I still think that you know how do you how do you catch them all? How how do you catch well not all of them, but how do you stop majority of them from taking the path of least resistance? Because the problem is most black folks don't have money. That's why selling drugs is so optimal. You know, it, it puts us in the space where we can we can live a little more comfortably with taking a slight risk or, or some type of risk to the game. Yeah, but see, my thing is this. As black people, we are super smart. You know what I mean? So, like, if you could take... I, I really don't know too much about drugs, but if you could take a little piece and make it to a big piece, you could do that with a business. You know what I mean? There you go. You can start small. Look at Amazon. He started in his garage. And this man is a billionaire. The richest man on the planet. On the planet. <laughs> on <Boom>. the planet. <laughs> it was like, yeah, drugs. People go out and sell drugs, but don't make don't let that be your story. But it's it's not so more about the drugs, it's about the money. And I'm gonna tell you. We don't have it because we buy dumb shit. Mm-hmm. I said it. We we don't have money because we never grew out of the I ain't never had nothing syndrome or mm-hmm. the I ain't never had nothing stage. And it's that fact right there. Dude, you know, this year, I think in December, they releasing um, the cool gray Jordans for the third time ever. Mm. You feel me? And ain't nothing wrong with the shoes or buying a pair of shoes, but it's just like, you know folks is going to buy them, number one. Then mm. other folks are going to buy bots to resell the ones that they bought online. And the shoes going to end up costing some people probably 200 to a 1000 if not 2000 or $3,000. Imagine the line they'll sit in to buy them shoes, but they won't sit in that same line. Come on, man. Dog. Come on, you know what I'm saying? It's sad, man. And half of the niggas, man, that got Jordans on ain't even got a car. Half I can barely spell Jordan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Yeah, nah, for real. But that that's what it is. It's 
we spend money on dumb shit. We don't understand the value of a dollar. And it's crazy because, and I don't know if we talked about this before, but this was a, a topic I wanted to have. The black dollar leaves the, the community, I think, like 10 or 20 times faster than any other race or population. Yeah. Really, you know, our spending probably generates a lot of um, profit for other businesses. Facts. And it's, it's not just black people, it's minorities like Latino people too. But we the most targeted from like an advertisement standpoint. We watch TV all day where they run advertisements for shit. You want to go and buy shit. Or we right. got friends that got BMWs and fucking gold chains and uh, uh, whatever the fuck else it is that, that people got. And we instantly want that shit. And it's like, it's not necessary. You ever went out and bought something that you know you didn't need, but you really wanted it real bad. And then you got it and you like, liked it for like two weeks. I mean, like, what the week. fuck did I buy this for? Exactly. <laughs> Come on, man. Now you're trying to find your receipt. Now you're mad because the damn store won't take it back. Because <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because I do that all, all right. the time. Cause I do that all the time. Like right now, I I got a Nintendo Switch. I bought it about eight months ago. I maybe turned that motherfucker on three times. Right. I'm telling and, you, and that's and that's why, man, when the PlayStation Five came out. I'm like, shit, do I really need that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, hey, it's seen exciting, but do I really need it? How many times am I really sit down and play play with PlayStation 5? So I didn't yeah. get it. And I think what we got to do in the black community is realize we got to save, man. We got to save because really COVID is just the beginning, man. Yeah, It's just, we... the, be it's just the beginning. It's going to be times that we ain't got no money. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and if you ain't got none saved up, that's your ass. Yeah. Cause it's, it's about it's about what two hundred fifty thousand people here in Cincinnati uh, seven months ago that got evicted. You know what I mean? Because they didn't have the funds to pay for their rent. But you know what? But you know what? And hold up, just hear me out. Remember what I said about cooperative economics. Mm -hmm. We gotta make that money work for us. Yeah, we gotta make that money twerk for us, baby. For because sure. That's the only way that we rebuild our communities and we able to do the things that we want to do with, you know, the community that, that serves us and that we serve. That's the problem. Yeah. Yep. You what? That's the You're problem. Right. You know, because again, you'll go and and put $300 down on a, on a pair of shoes and put, you know, $2 to a church collection plate or a donation fund. Right. I'm not right. even really religious, but I do know that in, in my growing up, the church was a spot that you didn't really have to be in the religious community to go to a program or experience a program that the church had going on. So when I was young, um, we had Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, Youth Choir, uh, Youth Usher Board, um, let me see. You you name it. We have programs. We had Halloween. We had a Hallelujah night. We got East Egg hunts. We got um, you know, feeding people in shelters. We we got all of that. But we ain't got that now. But no, but another thing though, I don't mean to cut y'all, but another thing what we gotta stop doing. It's a lot of 
it's a lot of celebrities, a lot of people like black people don't start their businesses, man. And we put them in the hood and we got our stores in the hood. But now we're being robbed by our own people. They're coming in our store stealing. How you think we're going to survive? Our store going to survive? You stealing from me or you trying to rob me every other day? So I'm putting my life in danger. So that's why when that mom and pop store moved to the suburbs, then you're looking like, damn, why you left the hood? We never want to put nothing in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's we true. don't look at stuff like that. And because, like I said, bro, if I was to say, hey, yo, D-A-O Calvin, let's, let's start a fund. Every time we have a podcast, we contribute $5 each and, and get a fund going or something like that, some kind of way. You know, you can't really get a collective of people to do it. Right. Or if you do get a collective of people together to do it, um, a lot of the times what happens is you end up spending those funds on something that is not beneficial or helpful. Right. You know, like how, how do you know that these funds are being allocated towards um go for the betterment of the community because a lot of a lot of politics and a lot of politicians steal money directly from taxpayers for sure and, and it's a lot of it's a lot of programs and money come to a lot of major cities a lot of states to help the lower class communities but the lower class communities never get that money you know what i'm saying so you always hear on the news where oh you got this city mayor that did this and they were stealing this stealing that it, they're not giving the money back. We're not. We don't even have people in the office to support us when the money is given for us. Exactly. You don't have people with solid ideas who want to bring, um, you know, jobs to the community, labor to the community. Because it, the first part of revitalizing a dead community is cleaning the community up. That's the yeah. first part. The first part is cleaning the community up. The second part is generating money for that community because first of all nobody wants to donate or generate money with a dirty community mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? and i don't mean dirty by it's just like just like physical trash on the streets you know you know what i mean right. second you got to generate some kind of income and a lot of these politicians because I, I i believe at some point you know politicians mayors uh, war leaders, district leaders, whatever you want to call them, Ottoman senators, whatever you want to call them, they come in contact with a lot of money or know some people who do. But if given the chance to take the money or to put the money back in the community where you know was what happened. Right. And it ain't a bad idea. I heard you were saying, like, look, we should start a fund or something, man. You know, Christmas is coming around, man. I want to find, I want to find a family that don't have you know what I'm saying, and and do for that family. You know what I'm saying. I, I I'm not saying I got a whole lot of money or whatever, but I think I can help somebody. I'm saying well, y'all be down with that. We can find a family. We all agree and try to make this family have a good Christmas. So the only bad thing is I don't celebrate Christmas. I often I say the same thing. Got Forgot about that. Um, but you know I I am for. Coat drives and food drives mm-hmm. and you know what whatever else and you know maybe what we could do is um, I, I don't I wouldn't say like star organizations in our community that's a lot of work I mean unless y'all want to go that route we can mm-hmm. but I, I say that we we 
collect maybe $5 every time we have a podcast a month. And then we put that towards something in, in our communities. Like one month D, you know, you put something into your community, Calvin, the same thing. Or y'all in the same community, I believe, right? Yeah. D just bigger, that's it. You know, and, and do, something, <laughs> do something like that. But I think that's a real good idea. And, and yeah, D, if you want to find a family, that's that's perfectly fine. But, I'm saying, even if, hey, I like the coat drive thing, man. We can buy a coat yeah. drive, man. It's going to get cold, I'm saying. For sure. Jordan, it's a difference, man. If you would have told me, man, that shit, the North get cold like this when I told y'all I was thinking about moving to Cincinnati, shit. I probably changed my mind. Shit, man, I but... told you. Why you think I was down there in Florida? Shit, I thought. <laughs> but I think, man, a program like that, man, just to show, man, and just using our platform, man, and like I said, neither one of us on this thing is rich, you know what I'm saying? Just giving back, man, just showing, hey, look, we got some jackets, man. It's going to get cold. You know, because sometimes you stop and talk to the average homely person. They have a lot of good things to talk about, man. Mm-hmm. But they got a lot of time on their hands. Shit. <laughs> I have a lot of shit to talk about, too, if I wasn't at work for 12 hours a day. <laughs> you fucking fool. <laughs> shit. Hey, Benali, in all honesty, no shade to homeless people, though. You got, you got the world the amount of time you got on your hands. You wake up, do what you want to do, talk to who you want to talk to. Like, they got the freedoms that we want, but not the money. But, but you know, I talked to a dude, man. I asked him. I said, man, why are you like this, sir? How did you get this way? And you won't believe what this guy told me, man. His family. Man, it was was behind child support, man. Damn. Child child support put that man in that situation. Wow. He put, he put it, he couldn't, he couldn't, he go to work. Ain't nobody want to go to work, man. And you work an 80 hour, 80 hours is two weeks. And you're supposed to bring home a thousand dollars and you want to bring home three. Who, who the fuck want to go to work for that? You, you know what I'm saying? So when we do the child part, part two, which tonight was been a part to do part two, man, but I thought. Well, you drove down tonight, man. I thought we can talk about, you know, us killing one another. But that, that got to stop, man. Where's the fairness? You know what I'm saying? And then, like you said earlier, Kevin, why are we bringing them in this world if we can't take care of them? Right. Some women are living off this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like they got eight, nine babies, and they're getting, they're getting government funds. But when you think about it, it ain't government funds. It's our funds. It's that nigga that's missing funds or the guy that's working funds. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck they got to put a name behind government? Government ain't put shit in the government. You taxing my checks and you running down every guy that works to take his money. And let me tell you something, bro. That that right there, the whole, the whole depending on the government to do the right thing, forget about it. Forget about it. Because, you know, we we in an impeccable time right now. Julius Jones about to be executed uh, for some crimes he, he didn't commit. I'm sure he didn't commit. Um, and Kyle Rittenhouse is, is going through a trial right now for what clearly is a murder. Yeah, and he got to pick his own jewelry. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a murder for real. It that that shows the privilege that that you know white people have and black people don't. Yeah, 
And, and that's crazy, man. And you know why Bill Cosby was locked up? Bill Cosby was wanting to buy NBC. So they had to find a way to slander his name and make that not happen. Because if you look up, Bill Cosby was one of the richest black men in America. He was, you know what I'm saying? Then, but they had to go dig up old shit. And not trying to say any woman that's listening to this that didn't believe in the Bill Cosby thing, not to saying it's okay to rape or be raped or, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's okay. But why wait 20 years? Why wait 30 years? Because if I got raped today, I need to report that shit today. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I look at stuff like that too, man. It's like, okay, this black man, you want to bring this black man down, but... Yeah, he said he raped so-and-so, but why is so-and-so talking about it now? It's I, I, don't, you, you, I just don't get it. Why, why you want to talk about it now? So now I want to make a major purchase. I want to buy NBC, and I'm going to be doing it because now I got a network. Because think about it. Even with what we're doing right now with this podcast, we got a path, platform. Mm-hmm. Once you the platform, and once you're in the media, and you got A, now you can get a word out to people. If this man got a whole network, he's powerful, and they didn't want that. Hey, he was already okay. You funny, hey, you did your thing, but if he bought NBC and, and had a whole network, now he got the media. They don't want that. Hey, they don't want that. Cause now, now they got a black man that's just as powerful as us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and really, man, sometimes, man, you think you know, and not to talk about white people. If you listen to this, not. To, down you or anything, but I can't stand when one of them say you should go by where you, where you came from. Bitch, I came from Albany, Georgia. <laughs> 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 I even ain't say that too. Yeah. I want to tell them you go back to where you came from too, bitch. Because you wait from here if you want to be technical. Right, you took you took all this shit, man. They took this shit from the Indians, man. Yeah, and 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 made it gave them. It's like I come to your neighbor. I come to your I come to your neighborhood, Joe. And I come to your house, and I take your damn house and give you a fucking room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what they did. That's what they did to man, they they give them. They did give them a room, dude. Right, right, just hey, you go. Hey, then they gave then they gave them a shitty piece of land. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we gonna put up here. You gonna look down on us with the shit? They come on. How the fuck? Really? Doc? I I studied Christopher Columbus when I was in school just to pass the class. He's but how the fuck do you discover something and people are already here? <laughs> hey, and, and you know that's and we and just literally in about fifty minutes we done dug through everything that's kind of being applied to the black community. Mm-hmm. Like like that's that's literally all of it because we are so economically disenfranchised and because we don't even try to help ourselves or not not even that we don't try but a, a lot of us don't don't actually put in any effort um that's why we in a position that we in and that's why it's so much black on black violence or black on about- black crime because we have not understood the fact that one the the government don't care about nobody especially not black people <laughs> you know that 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 is what it is but on the flip side of that we got to understand that we the only people that's going to save ourselves you are right but Asian we... people uh Chinese people yeah, um, you know Jamaican people 
what whatever it is, Hispanic people, whatever it is, they stick together, and we don't do that. And, and we can make it, man, and we'll start acting Caucasian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on. Because you live in the suburb, you still black. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Mm-hmm. You can't, it's kind of, man, it's kind of like, man, it kind of like Harry, you think about, go back to Harry McTubbin, you know what I'm saying? She, when she made it to Freedom, she came back and got some more people. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of us, man, we make it to the top and we look down on the ones that's below us. Hey, how, how you going to get here? And, but it, but it goes back to what happened today, though. If I go, I go back to my hood and I go back to buy some cookies because this is a mom and pop store that we always go to in Memphis and I get killed. It goes out. It's, it's a circle, man. You know what I'm saying? We can say what black people don't do and what, what the, the, those that make it don't do and what they don't give back to the community. But we always go back to this little piece right here. Hey, look, somebody out there hating that I made it. Mm-hmm. Am I going to put myself in a situation to get killed because I'm trying to help people? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, y'all, man, I think that was a great topic tonight, man. Um, hey, I hated to go this way here. We really did have a plan for child support, too. I had a female version. Uh, she was ready um, to actually come on to the show, but after I heard this here, I really thought that we needed to talk about this right here, man. Um, black on black crime, man, we're not going to get better. I'm saying we're not going. We're not going to change if we don't get better. That's what I mean to say, you know. But and to start with you, you need to look in the mirror, like Michael Jackson said. Yeah, the man in the mirror, not trying to be funny. Like if we all do our part, we'll be a better. We'll be a better. We'll be better humans if we all be do our part. And you, be and you know what? And Man, y'all so right about that. I'm going to give you a, a story. I was uh, on my way over to Illinois to meet one of the uh, the vendors that I have that makes my merchandise uh, so I, I can sell it online or in person. And um, I was I was speeding on the highway. I was driving way too fast. But um, I was getting off on the exit. I was getting off on Torrance, and they were getting off on Torrance, too. And, um, you know, they didn't put a signal on when they jumped in front of me. And so I had to, I had to slam my brakes cause they got over. Then they went real slow and you know, I'm going fast. So now I'm <laughs> agitated. You know, I go around them. I go, you know, take a right at the light. Now I'm going down the street and, uh, they caught up to me later and rolled, he rolled down his window and I rolled down my window, you know, cause I, you know, fuck you too. Oh. But um, you know, just from that that point on, I was ready to escalate that situation, and I don't know if he was ready to escalate that situation. He probably was, and they could have been a deadly situation, and oh. it, it really could have been. It could have been disastrous because you know, I I carry a weapon with me wherever I'm at, so that yeah. that just is what it is. But it's just that quickly escalated, you know, and. He's upset because I was going fast, but I'm upset because he didn't use a turn signal when he got over in front of me going real slow. Yeah, but guess what? I'm glad you made that conscious decision to say this ain't worth it. Yeah, yep. no. It, it ain't worth it, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's the biggest thing. We got to think before we do stuff. 
I'm the biggest thing at Road Rage, man. My old lady, she'd be like, hey, this is my car. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? You do that shit in your car. Motherfucker may write down a tag. No, oh, they go that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Come on. But I, I get what she's saying, man. And it's, it's, it's funny. One night I did that, and we watched the news later. And somebody fucking got killed or shot. Well, they shot the car on World Rage. You know what I'm saying? That shit's serious. Yeah. Well, that's what I tell people. You can hide a road. <clears throat> you can hide it. I don't want it. Yeah, I got full cover. Been hitting me. Yeah, I got full <laughs> cover too. And, 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 and I want you to jump out acting crazy. <laughs> hey, I got that for you too. <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> Telling you what, what I don't know if you can hear me because I'm across the kitchen making tea, but, but what the reality of it is, like I said, man, that shit escalates so quick in the heat of the moment. Like, how do you, how do we deal with that aggression? Because you know, you never want to have to kill somebody, and you don't never want to get killed, right? Yeah. So, so, like you said, how do you deal? I was just saying. I don't know what people believe in, but I believe in the man upstairs. And I pray and I, I pray every day and I ask him to help me understand who I am. Help me understand other people. Help me get better at communicating and not be violent. So I ask you gotta ask every day. You know what I mean? It won't happen overnight. You know what I mean? But I I, I make sure I, I communicate with the big dog upstairs. Right. Right. And, and the only reason I care a piece, man, because you, and like I said before, you don't know what type of fight you will get into. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I would try to talk myself out of a situation, but some people ain't with the talking. You know what I'm saying? But you better not bring no uh, fight to a gunfight. Right. You know, come on. It, it's just like Jordan said before, you know, when we talk about domestic violence, if you're trying to kill me, hey, hell, I want to live too. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> So shit, I gotta do the next best thing, take you out. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Sometimes you, you, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. 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 You got you got to, man. You got to, man. But you know, again, you also gotta realize there's consequences behind it. And I think that's the problem with this community. A lot of these young dudes out here, they don't have nothing to lose. I got a job, a baby on the way, a girlfriend that kind of like me. You know, <laughs> shit. I got I got a lot of shit, you know, going for me at this point. You know, who who knew I would get this far? Right. I, I promise you, bro. I promise you. I thought you were gonna be a basketball, a basketball for life, man. I promise you, man. Yeah. I didn't see you settling down, man. And and the young guy that you know we're friends with, um, down in Tallahassee. I thought a baby would slow him down, but it didn't. You know what I'm saying? He, he's still the same old, same old, you know? Yeah. But, you know, and I think that that once you become so accustomed to the lifestyle after a while, it's hard to transition. But it's a lot of them, it's a lot of them want to live that lifestyle. Well, want, want the, you want the vision, you want somebody to see you like you in that lifestyle. But like we said before, you're not even living, you, you really don't, you're really not that person. Right, you know what I'm saying? You're really not that person. Somebody go up there, man, and knock on the door. You now you in the closet, hide. You know <laughs> you, you're really, you're really not that person, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. You got a lot of cats out there, man. They 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 got that they got that big bark root, but hey, they they a puppy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let you open the gate. You finna haul ass. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Do me a, do me a favor. Bark again. Yeah, bark again, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, nah, for real. But you know, it's it's. It's that lifestyle that people really want to live. And like bro, like Calvin said, and when Calvin said it, the light bulb went off in my head. It was crazy. He said it's social media. It's social media. It's social media and it's music. Yep. But how do you, and, and especially for black people, man, ain't no way you could take music out of somebody's culture. Man. But it's got, bro, but it, it got to be music promoting the right ideals. But again, when you when you put it like this, and we could do this on a whole nother episode, but when you put it like this, record labels don't want to hear that. Oh yeah, let's you know get the community together and stack some bread and buy a building and blah blah. They don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, that's boring to them. Hey, let's yeah. raise a family. You know what I'm saying? Come on. They don't want to hear that shit. They want to hear fucking bitches and getting money and Percocet, Molly Percocet. Get money. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Rap ain't what it used to be, man. It, it really ain't, man. You know what I'm saying? I remember, like, when I was in old school, man, sometimes, man, I'm like, man, this, they make you want to get in the mood. Hey, chill with your old lady. Now it's watching Netflix and chilling, but hey. Hold on, D. Back in your day, y'all had some weird-ass music, too. Look, I was watching Major Pain the other day. I'm, I'm, I used to watch it so much as a kid, but I never paid attention. But when they dancing on the floor, the song is playing. Pop that coochie. Hey, pop that coochie, baby. I'm like, what the fuck? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, hey. Yeah. He said, pop that coochie to a fast beat. So you think it is dance music. And I'm I'm listening. I'm like, coochie. But, but you know, back in the day, you worried about babies and STDs. Now you worried about goddamn dying. You know, getting shot, getting killed. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's a totally different. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, I may be listening to R. Kelly to my hey, I don't see nothing wrong, but come on, I'm trying to get a little something. <laughs> yeah, you're funny, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. Hey, I ain't not in trying to blow a motherfucker head off. Yeah. Oh, I fuck your baby mama, so now I got to do that. No, come on, dog. Yeah, and them them people who ride to like. Tough ass music all day, all the time, every day. I I don't understand how they could even mentally be fit to to be able to not show some type of aggression <laughs> right. when they get in the conflict, bro. Because they in the Walmart, a long line. They going to fuck off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Look, so I I really don't listen to rap, but I like. Young Dolph and I like uh Rod Wave, so um I went to a Rod Wave concert and you know I ain't the he fell off the stage. <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> I, I ain't go to that one. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, it was the Soul Fly tour. And when I tell you, you had about six six dudes perform before him, and when I tell you I don't listen to rap, I felt so embarrassed because Everybody was in there. They knew every song from every dude that hit that stage. Damn. And I did not know not one record. Yeah, you're getting old, Calvin. That's all that means. <laughs> <laughs> the, that, that kind of music don't excite me. I like, I like, 
I like love music. You know what I mean? Like make me want to fall in love and marry a chick. That's the kind of music I like. You know what I mean? But like Jordan said, these kids ain't want to hear that shit right now. Wait, you wait. I'm telling you, you know, these kids ain't finna listen to Al Green or John Coltrane or shit Lenny Williams. They ain't listening to none of that shit. Yeah, but I tell you what, it's because it's because of the influence, though. It's because of the influence, but because Future is so easily accessible, you know everything about Future's life. You know, on Instagram, boom, this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. But those artists back in them times did not have that, like, that instant connectivity, like I was saying earlier. So you don't really know what type of lifestyle they were living. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and it makes it it makes it, I guess, less desirable if you don't know. Because, okay, let's take example for Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor, my favorite comedian. Dude is a clown. He's a clown, bro. But, <laughs> oh, yes, know, they gave him a show and then they had to cancel the fucking show because Richard Pryor, bro, um, he, he got caught up with the whole cocaine and shit like that. Almost set himself on fire, but <laughs> but but before all of that, you know, Richard Pryor was a wild card. So I think that people found him funny, but because they didn't have that instant access to his life, you didn't have young people um, aspiring to do like the the more negative things that he he would he would do. Because now it's like all negative shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that rappers can be positive, but. The, the scenario is like nine baby mamas, you know, fuck all of them. I like, you know, you provide for your kids, but having nine kids, can you really spend time with nine different children? Or if if one of the mothers has more than one child, can you spend time with all of those children? Right. Nine kids, how your check look? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bitch. Your check gone, bitch. Your check gone, bitch. Ain't no, ain't no check, bro. <laughs> ain't no you check today, old, my bitch. boy. You an old bitch. You go to <laughs> your, your boss's office and he tell you what check, bro. <laughs> no. Your shit gone, my boy. So yeah, man, it, it's it's like that. I don't. I think it's the easy access that people have to see into these people's lives is what makes it like so desirable. It makes kids want to imitate it so much. Right. That shit is crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? And you know, man. And but you got kids out there, man, that push you to the limit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit, they make no one do shit for them. <laughs> Hey, you funny, man. Shit, man. That shit get crazy, though, dog. That shit is crazy, man. You know what I'm saying, man? That shit get crazy, bro. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's all I'm saying. It's the music. Like Calvin said earlier, it's the music and it's the social networking. Yeah, the the music does play because, man, if you listen to that shit all day long, now you feel that way. I'm telling you, now that's how you feel. <laughs> hey, not to bring his name up, but you think about when we used to go over there and chill every now and then after work or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Shit, that's all he played and shit. 
Yeah, lie to you, dog. Hey, listen to it for a while. Shit, you like. Look, it's been time now to talk about the reality. Hey, man, come on, dog. You got a family. Well, look, bro. The other day, I picked my little cousin up from school. I embarrassed him because I was playing Adele. So he said, "He said, cuz I got, I he got to play a song." So he played a song. When I tell you, the beat was nice. I got this beat. I said, "Whoa, hold on!" I got this beat. Hey, when it's a nice beat or something, your pet, your foot just get heavy. I swear. What? Hey, that shit happened to me, man. I'm driving my truck, right? I'm riding. My shit come on. I got to make this left turn off the highway. That shit, that shit came on. I'm listening to that shit. I'm riding. My, hey, my shit did a three six. That's oh shit. <laughs> That shit never it would have never happened if I would have got down driving normal speed. Right. As soon as the light changed, I punched that bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I took that shit, this shit off, right? Hey. Hey, I'm listening to that shit, y'all, man. That shit's a dun dun dun. And I think it was a young boy song, too. Hey, never know. Hey, that, hey, it go like dun dun dun. I said, boy, look at here, but that shit was rhyme. Bro. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in my truck and shit, mother beside me, bitch. Hey, I'm finna go, bitch. I hit the gas. That shit did a 3-6. That shit scared the shit out of me, dog. <laughs> hey, let me turn this shit down, dog. <laughs> hey, hey, cut the music off for the rest of the ride home, bitch. Right. Man, I'm telling you, and look, you know, my girlfriend that blew her speakers out of her car mm. listening to music so loud. So I, I know she be teed up in the car. You hear me? But yeah, man, when when you driving fast, bro, all, all of a sudden, you 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 know that that music, that beat drop, this, that, and the third. It's, crazy. it's like the same thing when you working out. You know, when you working out, your song come on. Yeah. You, hey, you now you, now you, hey, I'm gonna work out. It's the third minute. Right. D, you ain't doing no working out, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> With that line. Quit that line. Oh, boy, your little ugly ass got jokes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, boy. See, that goes back to goddamn. You believe in shit. Mother <laughs> call you ugly every day. You're going to be ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, you too funny. Oh shit, bro. Hey, yeah, but y'all, man. Hey, the next episode will be Child Court Part Two, man. But like I said earlier, I thought this topic needed to be talked about, man. So that's why we brought brought it up. We're coming to an end, man. So um, anything y'all want to share on this close up? Cal, uh, I just say um, let's let's just start with us. You know what I mean? Start with yourself. Look in the mirror and be like, what can I do to help my community? I'm going to stop you right there. You, you, you help your community, but don't look in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I ain't going to look in the mirror, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, let's just, start with our, let's just start with ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, I love Michael Jackson. He made that song years ago. Yep. We're going to start listening. We're listening to the record, but when we're going to actually start listening to his words. 
You know what I mean? Like, we got to start. And it can't be 10 years from now. It got to start today. We all have to do it. It's a team effort. You know what I'm saying? We, it's funny that you bring that up, man, because I use that theory all the time. Sometimes you have to sit back and think, why did so-and-so react that way? Because we quit to blame another motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes it's yourself. You know what I'm saying? You got to ask yourself, why did that person react when I did X, Y, Z? But we, we're we not quick to say, hey, look, yeah, it was my fault. I don't know too many African-Americans say, hey, yeah, hey, that, that was on me. Uh, that, my bad. No, you ain't <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. They ain't going down that road. People, yeah. fuck you for bringing it up. Well, right. <laughs> for real. <laughs> you do it up. Hey, but for real, though. For real. Hey, but how you going to say that with me? They be dead ass wrong, dog. <laughs> Knowing I told you that, you weren't even supposed to say shit. <laughs> hey. Ain't telling you shit else. <laughs> hey, D love to say that shit. Well, that's that's another topic. <laughs> yeah, you damn right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when well, you tell a motherfucker something they can't keep a secret, oh, bitch, go back and ask you something. She be like, huh? How you know that? <laughs> hey, hey, they turn you into a guy. I don't give a fuck, motherfucker. Cause now you like shit. Yeah, bitch, I said it. You know. <laughs> exactly. Now you out here playing late. Fake lies in the community. Right. Try, try to get everybody <laughs> to spread fake rumors about you just so you could tell them they're wrong. Right. <laughs> Shit. Shit don't make no sense. All right, but yeah, we got to get together, man. Um, That shorter that I got invited to the show, man, Um, I did tell her, hey, look, we we're going to change topics tonight, but you got to get prepared, man, because she's going to be ready for us. She listened to episode one. And she ready, you know what I'm saying? Okay. She's like a firecracker, but <laughs> so oh, um, is that? Yeah, but if we was looking at it from a man point of view, oh, which yeah, right. I really still think, hey, look, it's a lot of fucked up ways how the government is set up when it comes to child support and things to any African American man. You know what I'm saying? So okay, I got we're gonna a question. Go <clears throat> Can we bring her and somebody else on the show? Yes, yes, okay, yes. Because okay. I got, I got, my mom was telling me about my uncle's situation. He wanted yeah. to come on the show. <laughs> hey, hey, the more, hey, the more, hey, I might get another female for she won't feel like we're beating up on her. But at the end of the day, though, <laughs> I don't see what she can really say to make me change how I really feel about how the government got things set up when it comes to a man. Okay. It, it, it's shitty. You know what I'm saying? I just think it's a effed up situation. And I, I promise you, man, Jordan, hey, you got your younger man, stay there with him. Stay you there. Know, <laughs> you know, I think that we should try to find, like, I think we should try to find, like, at least one woman that could that could combat what we say, like, one intelligent um, woman that, that's got, like, some facts behind the case. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and I wish, I, hey, I'm working on trying to find a woman with a man with child, that paying child support. And see how does it affect the household, and then we can come together and come up. Yeah, hey, yeah, talk yeah, real, um, real facts. Yeah, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to help you find one, and then I might just send it your way just to see. Yeah, uh, yeah, and we get all that together, man. And that show right there, man, I think it's gonna be a big show. It's something that need to be talked about. It's always swept up on the world, you know, or on rug. But it's like the state of Georgia, man. I'm gonna say this before we end out, but the state of Georgia got a fatherhood program. 
you can speak your mind and all this shit right here, but it ain't shit changed. They don't have the fatherhood program for like 15 years. And it shit ain't, hey, I have got up several times and spoke about how things go on, and they still haven't changed. And the biggest thing it gets me, I got a job I'm going to. If I get behind, you suspend my license. How the fuck do I get to work? <laughs> gotta catch that early morning bus, my boy. <laughs> man, you guys gotta go out there ten minutes early because you know the bus like to come early on the cold day. See, the first thing gonna have to do is steal your scooter. <laughs> and then the little boy, hey, then the little boy you stole the scooter from, hey, now he beefing with you because he gonna see his shit. Now that's an ass when we're going to work, you know. <laughs> now you don't got yourself in a situation. All right. But shit, man. All right, yeah, man. We're gonna close out. You wanna say anything before we close out, Jordan? <coughs> um, nah, not too much. The three of us right here, you know, we need to go ahead and try to either start or find an organization um for us to to kind of work with, give funds to uh, something hey. like that over the holidays. So. I'm down, man. I'm down. Hey, even with um supporting your um clothing line, man. Um, I ain't know you was doing that. Hey, I'm down. I support that, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta send me the link. Send me the link. Hey, hey, send me what you got, man. I, I buy some off that. I'm supported, man. Yeah, and I, I just customized some masks the other day. I gotta get some more hoodies and some more shirts. But um, I got, I got a question about your mask. You got an extra large? So that's what D need. His face so fat. He need an. <laughs> Hey man, you know for D we got the sleeve, like the whole little sleeve and shit. So you know, <laughs> you can pull it up over his ears if you want to. Hey, it's hey, I need one like that because it's gonna get cold as hell, man. Hmm. Uh, hey, you need to come out with some earmuffs. Hey, you know I, I've been trying to do a lot with the designs. Um, like some of the main designs that I got, I, I put it on shirts, but a lot of the material now. Is on back order because of the whole supply chain. You know that? Yep. I got just yep. sat down and really started putting my time into it after working and getting busy. And um, a, a lot of the shit kind of fucked up. But I still got merch on hand that I can sell. Like I got potheads, pot hoodies, potheads, t-shirts. Yeah, I tell you what, man. Hey, let me know the prices of some of that stuff. I buy some of that stuff up, man. And they be some of the stuff that we can do on the giveaway Um, to, you know, when we get together, you know what I'm saying? Um, me and Calvin was talking about coming out to Chicago. We just got to plan it, you know what I'm saying? So we'll be out that way, man. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, we, we'll get together on, on the sideline. I think we need to start having like a like maybe a Zoom call or something in between yeah, meetings. We do. Just yeah, hey, since, since you're since you on the Apple now, we can do that. <clears throat> hey, yeah, you funny. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I ain't gonna let you go there, Kevin. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm gonna let you say me. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, so we'll just make that the goal for the next time. We'll, we'll find a community and uh, we'll organize like a meeting between the podcasts. All right, man. Appreciate y'all, man, all the time, man, for being a part of the show. All right, man. We out. We out. Yep. Yeah.